Welcome back to Pardon My Franchise, the podcast about watching a lot of movies when there's a lot of movies. I'm Nora. I'm joined by Autumn. Why is this movie so good? Uh, they decided to make a good movie. They decided to make a good movie. What's our track record for fourth movies so far? Um, um, there's the first 2000s Dawn of the Dead, which was Land of the Dead. Land of the Dead, which was good. Good. But it wasn't, you know, the best. Yeah. I would call it probably the, like, third, mm-hmm. fourth best-ish, somewhere in the middle. Yeah, yeah. There's um, RoboCop remake. RoboCop remake, uh, despite having the Skyrim font, not a particularly... No, did have the Skyrim font. It did have the Skyrim font. Um, and then there is, of course... Um, Highlander. Highlander Endgame, which is actually the best Highlander movie, but, and it's not even close. It's not even close. And now... As of yet, Puss in Boots. There's not one more season? I guess there's not. Yeah, I guess that's all the fourth. I thought there was one more that we'd done, but I think that's right. Um, Yeah, Puss in Boots fucking rocks, dude. It's the best movie in the Shrek franchise. Is it in the Shrek franchise, or is it just in the Puss in Boots franchise? Well, we're considering it part of the Shrek... Blah, 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 blah. The Shrek franchise. Yeah. <laughs> Not a single tie to Shrek. <laughs> this is not a Han Solo adventure where you have to like reference Shrek. You do not have to be like, and then I will go off to far, far away. Yeah. Like Han and Fast and the Furious. I thought... The other Han. I thought for sure that um, like this movie was going to open on like puss telling the the little ogre babies a story or something you know i thought there was going to be just a little bit of prologue about um how oh back before your dad knew me here's what i got up to that didn't happen this is just a different fucking movie it just has nothing to do with that other shit except Um, that it is still in a setting where fairy tale characters are around yeah um and so uh, just to give you a little plot summary, I guess. Um, <clears throat> Puss um, is, you know, an outlaw. He's wandering the Old West, um, just trying to make a, make a couple... Not the Old West. But kind of the Old West. 
This is a western. But it's not a... This it, is... It is in a particular type of swashbuckling sort of western that certainly is not taking place in America. Uh-huh. Genuinely... It's, it uncl- is happening in the real world. Unclear to me if this is supposed to be Mexico or or Spain. Or just fantasy we yeah. all speak spanish but it's not a real place yeah except that they do have what is it the virgin of guadalupe yeah i don't know so so i guess that is, i guess it's taking place in mexico then um well given some of the names working on this movie that doesn't surprise me yeah apparently guillermo del toro was a producer on this movie um i Regardless, didn't know that until we don't have any kind of view of the world outside of the city that this place this yeah, movie's little t- about little so. town of san ricardo and um you know but it seems like catholicism exists in the Shrek catholicism so jesus have... yeah jesus does exist in the shrek universe can you imagine the shrek version of jesus walking around like doing jokes doing bits uh, yeah he would be like Hey, man. He'd be, yeah, he'd be like, hey, man, here's a witty little cultural reference for you in the mid-2000s. Would you like a drink? <laughs> Ooh. Oh, it's wine. Look at that. <laughs> I also do fruit punch. <laughs> um, Action adventure western movie for kids. Um, if I were writing it, I would have the gingerbread man say, I think he's a cousin of mine. <laughs> he's risen? No, because he's bread. Oh. <laughs> Jesus is bread. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Puss in Boots is he's an outlaw, he's on the run, he's just trying to make a little money to get by. Um, and he hears that some people have found the magical beans that he's been searching for all his life. Um, and so he goes to steal the magical beans from them. And um, he is thwarted by Kitty Softpaws, who is the lady cat of this movie. Um, And they do a big action set piece, and then they have a little dance-off. It's a good time. And um, they get to... They get in a fight, and Puss hits her with a guitar, which becomes a running joke. You hit me with a guitar? (laughs) Um, And after their fight... um, Puss bumps into Humpty Dumpty, his uh, adoptive brother. Um, they met They met in an orphanage. This is the moment where Puss starts to tell his whole life story. They met in an orphanage. They dreamed of getting the magical beans and going to big place in the sky where the golden goose is. Right. Um, where the giant lives. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> Puss started to lead the life of, like, the town hero. You know, he, like... Saved an old woman from getting run over by a bull, and um, everybody in town really likes him. Meanwhile, Humpty Dumpty, he's on the wrong side of the law, and he keeps getting himself into trouble. And one night, um, he's like, Puss, I owe these people a lot of money. I need your help. I'm going to go get some money. And Puss goes along with him, and it turns out that he needed Puss to be the uh, getaway driver as he robbed the bank, and the... They had enough time of talking before the guards showed up that he could have just done it himself. Yeah, for sure. Um, but 
Um, so the guards come after Puss and Humpty Dumpty, and Humpty Dumpty um, has a great fall. Has a great fall. The guards catch up to him, and he's like, "Save me, Puss!" And Puss is like, "Save yourself." Um, how's my Puss in Boots voice? Mm, don't, uh, <laughs> don't do that one again. He jumps off into the river. Humpty Dumpty is not dead yet, but he did fall over and he can't get up. He doesn't have the biggest fall. Just a just a great fall. So, um, Humpty Dumpty does prison time and he rejoins with Puss and he's like, listen, we gotta go get those uh, beans from those people so that we can grow the magic stalk. We're gonna get that golden goose. We're gonna... Who are the people? Jack and Jill. Okay. Who are just, um... <laughs> this is, um... These are played by uh, Billy Bob Thornton and Amy Sedaris, and it's the same dynamic as um, Tim Roth and Jennifer Jason Lee in Twin Peaks Season 3. It's that vibe of the crime couple that's, like, going out for Wendy's after they do crime. Um, so, they look like pilgrims. Yeah. But I they have so. southern accents. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this movie looks like... Um, what the fuck is his name? I mean, they look like homesteaders, but anyway, that's pilgrims and homesteaders are different. They have the buckle hat. I guess so. Anyway, is it that we... different? I I think it's different. I think it's just like they're like they look like Western people, you know? Yeah. And I don't think there are pilgrims and westerns. I don't think people were going out to California to... Um... This movie looks like Solomon Kane could show up at any moment. Yes. <laughs> or are you thinking of Jonah Hex? I'm thinking of Solomon Kane. I've Which never Sol- thought about Jonah, K- Jonah Hex. <laughs> Which one's Solomon Kane? I'm, I'm brain fart. Well, he's played by James Purfoy. Um... We're Googling Solomon Kane on the podcast. I should have been vamping, but I didn't. You know, this guy. Uh, well, okay, but like, he, is he a got... DC guy? Like, I don't know. He's a fucking Robert oh. E. Howard guy. Oh, he's a Robert E. Howard guy. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is why I was he's like. He's got his cat staff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of Solomon Grundy. Born on a Monday? Yeah. Oh. I need to watch this movie someday. I assumed you had. I've watched the first five minutes. <laughs> um, so, so Puss, Kitty Softpaws, and Humpty Dumpty go to rob Jack and Jill, and they manage to get the beans after a big action set piece, and then they grow the beans out in the desert, and they go up into the clouds, and they rob the the uh, they steal the golden goose itself. And they take the golden goose. Well, the child of the golden goose, because the there's the much bigger goose. Well, that's the great terror. Well, now, but I'm sure it used to. Uh, be. Yeah, I'm sure it used to be the golden goose. Um. So. <clears throat> um. Yeah. The the golden goose is guarded by a gigantic goose that's going to become a problem later in the movie. Anyway. Um. <clears throat> so they steal this little baby golden goose that's laying its little golden eggs. And they go back to the town, and Puss is like, I'm going to be a hero. We're going to, you know, restore honor to my name by paying back the money we stole or attempted to steal. And, um, or I guess it's not that they stole it. It's that they got the money and then threw it over that bridge. And so now everybody is broke. I didn't think about that part. 
Um, anyway, do 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 do. Regaining my train of thought, Puss arrives in San Ricardo and discovers that he has been betrayed. That Humpty Dumpty set up the whole thing. Humpty Dumpty paid the people in the bar that told Puss about the beans. Humpty Dumpty paid, um, the paid Jack and Jill, um, to let the beans get stolen, and um. You know, this was all a plot because he needed Puss's help to get the Golden Goose, and now he's got the Golden Goose, and uh, also Kitty Softpaws, who Puss has been developing a romantic tension with. Um, Kitty Softpaws was working for... But he's not. his goal was not just to get the Golden Goose. Yes, his goal was also to humiliate Puss. And to bring the Great Terror to destroy the town right, yes, as revenge. Yes. yes. So he, it's a multi-pronged plan where he's getting revenge on Puss by getting Puss thrown in prison. <laughs> Say that five times fast. And then um, he's also going to get the town destroyed and thusly Puss killed by luring the giant, giant goose here. Um, so Puss discovers all this in prison and he wants to be let out because he meets the guy that... Uh, Humpty Dumpty gets the beans from, who won't be appearing again in this picture. Jack. Jack. Andy Jack Beanstalk. Um, and... Do, do, do. Words, words, words. They draw the big goose away from the town and save the day. Right. Kitty Softpaws gets Puss out of prison and then they, yeah. Then they kiss at the end. Yes. And, and then hum- he rides off next to the sunset. Also, Humpty fucking beefs it. Yeah, but he's a ghost at the end, apparently. He's a ghost at the end? The Wikipedia says, in the epilogue, Jack and Jill are recovering from their injuries. Humpty's spirit is seen in his normal form, wearing a golden egg costume, dancing on the Great Terror's back with her gosling, and Puss and Kitty share a kiss. I guess we didn't watch through the credits. We did. I saw that happen. You also saw that happen. I saw... I don't remember seeing any of that happen. You saw the kiss. I saw the kiss. You You saw Jack and Jill in the hospital with their casts. When did they, oh, whatever. It's the credits. I don't remember this. When we found out that Humpty Dumpty was voiced by Zach Galifianakis. Wait, th- there was story happening there? I thought it was just <laughs> a fun little credit sequence where people were dancing. I didn't I I'm didn't going realize. by what Wikipedia, the free online encyclopedia <laughs> that anyone can edit, is saying. I, I, I didn't think that was like... <laughs> so Puss and Kitty didn't kiss. I didn't think that was like canonical, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought, okay, doesn't matter. <laughs> um. Oh, this was after Del Toro left The Hobbit. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, it seems like right after, which makes sense. Uh-huh. Del Toro was particularly involved in Humpty Dumpty's character design, suggesting to, quote, make him more like Da Vinci. <laughs> It was Del Toro's idea to make Humpty an ingenious freak of nature who builds contraptions such as a flying machine. Yeah, all right. Because so Humpty has this um, cart that's drawn by a horse, and then at a certain point he like launches it off the side of a cliff, and the horse gets slurped up into the cart with a hand, with a hand, like a, and then more the, like a claw, and the top of the cart folds out into wings. And it's like a glider, um, uh, which calls back to, in his childhood, uh, Humpty is also trying to build this. And it feels very, um, 
del toro to have the child trying to build the fanciful plane and then the adult del toro rewrote the ending to redeem the character and deepen his relationship with puss an unconventional conclusion for a family film he helped design the fantasy elements of the giant's castle as well as the architecture of the town which he conceived as conceived of as a an amalgam of spain and mexico okay so ask and answer <laughs> um also, I'm tickled by this sentence. Uh, during, discussing Del Toro, director Chris Miller said, we worked out a system for him to come in once every few months or whenever we had something new to show him. If we needed to bounce ideas off of, uh, he was always there. Um, and we had a if we had a problem <laughs> with our scene, it was like... Sorry, I'm you, skipping a line. I can't... If we had a problem we were tackling, we'd get Del Toro on the red phone, our emo- emergency phone, and ask him advice on what we sh- should do with a certain character or scene. I'm so tickled by... We had the big red Powerpuff Girls or the Batman phone uh, for calling Guillermo Del Toro. <laughs> that is so fucking silly. I know it was probably just an iPhone, but... <laughs> Um, uh, it doesn't overlap with Shrek at all. Partly that was done to tell an original puss story, but partly because we didn't know what Shrek 4 was going to do with the characters and we couldn't write conflicting storylines. Interesting. The film was teased in Shrek Forever After when Shrek finally shuts the book titled Shrek and puts it next to the book titled Puss in Boots. Hmm. Puss in Boots is the first DreamWorks animation film that was partly made in India. Hmm. Um... But yeah, this movie slaps. Like, it's mostly, it's a lot of little action set pieces, um, and they're not the most technically impressive, but, like, there's always stakes to them. There's always an interesting idea. To quote the guy at the comic book store we went to today, (laughs) who was gushing about Dungeons and Dragons honor among thieves, (laughs) this is well written! (laughs) (laughs) It is... Um, it's what he described his reaction to that movie as being yes um yeah he was he was pleasantly surprised that the movie was good <laughs> said it was funny yeah Which, this movie was also funny this yeah i thought um it's a very different style of humor from shrek it's just kind of the jokes kind of grow out of the situation no pop culture no pop culture stuff it's all genre it's all playing in the space that puss in boots's character implies mm-hmm um, there's like know. one meme reference with the little cat that does the ooh face like cover in the mouth you know um, like, I think that's just shit. a that's just a oh what if we had a, a character be. who was like oh it, it's the it's even if it's not a reference to the meme I'm thinking of um, or the emoji it does just feel like a it, it feels like the most like pop culture joke and that's like this tiny little joke that they do like twice in one scene and then once at the end of the movie um it's it's so it's fine it's fine it's not what i it's like the about. one joke that doesn't land cuz everything yeah everything else the movie feels very like mm, it feels like everything sort of like follows from everything else that i know this is like the most basic praise that you could possibly give a movie is that it was like competently put together but like with where my expectations were that this was going to be a bad 2011 animated movie that it like you know i thought this was going to be 
I don't know, any other DreamWorks movie that I don't like. I can't think of DreamWorks movies right now, and I don't know. Um, For $5, name a DreamWorks movie. Shrek 2. <laughs> name another one. Shark's Tale? Mm, yes. Uh, okay, DreamWorks movies I can... Okay, I'm going to pull up a list. Jump ahead to like 20... 2009. This is all of them. This is franchises. Oh. I... I don't uh, films too. Hold on, I don't. Oh. You're looking at the Prince of Egypt franchise. I don't remember there being a sequel to the Prince of Egypt. Uh, is there like a the, is there like a remake coming up or something? Surely they're not remaking um, the Prince of Egypt. That would be weird. Prequel. Oh, that is the same thing. Oh, okay. Joseph King of Dreams is a prequel. Okay. I did have that also. I didn't think that was related, but I guess... Is that a Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat thing? It's the... It's Joseph and the Coat of Many Colors. <laughs> I don't know what you said. I know the Bible. <laughs> it's the story of Joseph. Well, you might have remember him from Abraham, Isaac, and Joseph. Okay, you you feel free to roast my ass. Or is it I'm going to explain myself. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? I don't remember. Joseph is the guy who brings the Israelites into Egypt. So there's a musical about this man okay. called Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Sure. Uh, I think it's musical. I don't know. I've never seen it. When you said the coat of many colors, I thought, is that what that Dolly Parton song is about? <laughs> Whatever. I didn't think of this as being part of the Prince of Egypt franchise, but I guess it is a direct prequel because it shows how they got to Egypt before they were slaves. Um, yeah. Do we have a list of DreamWorks movies? Uh, scroll down slightly. List of DreamWorks Pictures films. There we go. Yeah, give me, give me like, scroll down to like 2009, if you would. Um, so this, DreamWorks is bigger than the animation, I guess. Okay. Because we're getting... Co-produced co with DreamWorks Animation. Click that. Okay, that's where I was before. This that's is where you were before? DreamWorks Animation. Fuck me! <laughs> where is the list of DreamWorks animated movies? <laughs> Why is this so hard to find? <laughs> there we go. Oh, thank God. So Ants, I didn't realize was DreamWorks. I knew that. The Road to El Dorado. Is that movie good? Yes. Okay, I haven't seen it since, I don't know, like 2002. Chicken, I didn't realize Chicken Run was that. Chicken Run is fine. Chicken Run's good. I like Chicken Run. Joseph King of Dreams, Shrek, Spirit... Stallion of the something? Oh, I this definitely have seen that movie. Sinbad, Legend of the Seven Seas, classic movie. That's the one with Shaq, right? No. What a weird... This is... Okay. When I think of DreamWorks, this is what I think of. Shrek 2, Shark Tale, Madagascar. Mm-hmm. That's what I think of, is that style of movie. What about Wallace and Gromit, The Curse of the Were-Rabbit? No, I don't think Curse of the Were Rabbit is pretty good. And then Over the Hedge is like another this when I think of DreamWorks movies, that's the type of movie. Flushed Away is the type of movie I think of. B movie. Yeah. And I was expecting to get a B movie. This was a Kung Fu Panda. 
Uh, I can't believe that I've managed to keep saying the names of the movies. We had Madagascar 2 and Monsters vs. Aliens. I'm not going to work that into the conversation. How to Train Your Dragon, which I liked, but I never saw the sequels. I heard that they were quite good. And That's what I've heard. Uh, Shrek Forever After Megamind, Kung Fu Panda 2, Puss in Boots, Madagascar mm. 3, Rise of the Guardians. Rise of the Guardians is good, actually. I'm not sorry. Not to be confused with... Uh, Legend of the Guardians, The Owls of Gahul. Yes. Um, which came out several years earlier. Or Claws. Uh, Claws, the other animated movie about a Santa Claus. Rise of the Guardians was good. I really liked that movie. I only know about Jack Frost. See, Rise of the Guardians is the style of DreamWorks movies this is. The Croods? I haven't seen it. That's not a very accurate portrayal of Neolithic humans. Okay. You know what? I have seen that. Turbo? On... I have seen that. I don't I, remember a damn thing about it. This is about the era it. where I was working at Toys R Us. So this all a... these I know through toys. This is about the era where I was dating somebody who was into this stuff. Mr. Peabody and Sherman? I've, I've seen that oh, so okay. many fucking times. I've seen times. this poster. I've seen that like 80 goddamn times. Penguins of Madagascar? I thought that, that this becomes a TV show, right? Yes. Home? Home is terrible. I've never heard of this. Home is, um, I believe, the kid... No. What's his name? Sheldon. Not young Sheldon. <laughs> Sheldon Sheldon. <laughs> Sheldon plays a little alien, and Rihanna plays a little girl um, who meet... By, it's like an E.T. type plot. Hmm. Kung Fu Panda 3, Trolls, Boss Baby, which is twenty seven Trolls? Trolls is trolls. What do you mean? Which one is trolls? Oh, I I was thinking of box trolls. Trolls is like I knew I was you, wrong. If yeah. you put James Corden into like a garlic press and squeeze oh it, oh my god! If you then squeezed <laughs> it, oh my god! Squeezed it out <laughs> no. onto a, fil- a strip of no. film. No, no, no! You would get the movie Trolls. Uh, I hate this. Why? This is wretched. But, like... Then we get the boss baby. We get Captain Underpants, the first epic movie. This is why I thought this was gonna be bad. Is because this is the type of movie that DreamWorks usually makes. How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, with Girl Dragon in it. Mm -hmm. Abominable. Um, This was blessedly by the time I was, you know... I never heard of this. We were dating in 2019. Jesus. We were dating Jesus? (laughs) <laughs> uh, Trolls World Tour featuring the McElroys Are they really in it? Yeah, they really are in it They manage it by uh, having an agent Oh right, I forgot the part where they just did it Because they had an agent who just made a phone call The Crudes A New Age I assume they get frozen and then thaw out in the, the future I'm sure uh, spirit Untamed. We got a third oh, spirit, a third movie. Oh, spirit movie. Oh, it's, this one's 3D. Oh. I only saw Spirit, uh, the first one, because um, the f- uh, it was put on on the last day of school in like third grade. I think I was in a similar or situation. second grade. Uh, we got Boss Baby Family Business. I love. Uh-huh. First of all, okay, a couple of things. Just let's pause here for a moment. The yeah. first movie is called Boss Baby. The Boss Baby. Oh, the first movie is called The Boss Baby? Yeah. Okay, okay. Second of all, I want you to look at that baby. I want you to look uh-huh. in its adorable little eyes uh-huh. 
And remember that the man who voices that baby shot somebody. <laughs> who voices that baby? Alec Baldwin. Oh. <laughs> Next time you laugh about <laughs> Boss Baby, just remember that. Great the bad stuff. guys? I've never... I saw trailers for this. I wasn't going to watch it because it had um, a fucking spider in it, but it seems like a good, fine movie. And then six months ago... Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Which I'm weirdly hyped for now. Yeah. Sure. I'll watch that. Looks like they put an Olaf in it. But Oh, you thought Kitty Softpaws wasn't going to be in this one, but so she is. I'm guessing she's not going to be very vocal. Well, no. I, I, I was just like, oh, I'm going to see where she's building the cast. But you know what? I'm guessing that she's going to be I pretty vocal. I don't really care. <laughs> Upcoming, we have Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken. That's a, That looks like okay. a DreamWorks movie. Trolls band together. Will the McElroys be in Trolls 3? Don't give a shit. <laughs> Untitled film, Kung Fu Panda 4. In development, Dogman. Oh, another... Uh, oh, that's an underpants movie. movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that sounded unti- so weird. <laughs> Untitled fourth Madagascar film, Mice and Mystics. Fantasy-themed dungeon-crawling cooperative board game. Ooh. Uh, it's based on that. We'll Some probably... other stuff here. The Wizards of Once. These are all based on books. Oh, so these are probably books they have the rights to and may or may not turn into a film. Untitled Fifth Shrek film. Untitled Donkey spinoff film. Untitled Third Boss Baby film. Um, are they going to... Click on Amy Sedaris because I saw... I know the name and I can't place what I know she's been in. Um, I wish it would say what her character in Mando was. It's Pelimoto. Who is that? I don't know. I don't know. Um, great. <laughs> Pelimato, maybe? Oh! Oh, that person. Okay. Oh, her! Okay. That character's kind of annoying. She... Mm, I like her. I get it, though. Mandalorian Season 2 is really bad, though, so I maybe haven't that's seen, unfair. I haven't seen Mando Season 2, and also... um. When I say I like her, I mean I'm grading on the scale of Mandalorian characters. I had to think about Elf. I hate that movie, dude. You know how many times I've seen Elf? You know how many fucking times I've seen Elf? You know how many times I've willingly watched Elf? Not a single goddamn once. The first time. Never. Never. Because the first time I saw Elf, someone just said we were putting on Elf, and I was like, okay, never in my life did I think, I'll go watch Elf. It just wasn't a thing I saw, and then all of a sudden, it was the most popular movie fucking ever, and everyone put it on all the goddamn time. For some reason, it became, for like three years, a super popular like Christmas movie. Yeah. I don't know if it's still popular. It shouldn't be. We people. I do still say lines from that movie, but not, you know, not I, out of affection for it. I don't know. There's a thing in my life, and I don't know if it's changed because I'm an adult now, or if it's changed because, um, uh, like, streaming culture versus DVD culture, but, like, I've seen Shrek, I've seen Shrek 2 a billion fucking times. I've seen Shrek 1 a billion fucking times. I've seen Elf a billion fucking times. Because there were, like, like, even, I knew people who had, like, hundreds and hundreds of DVDs. Somehow, those people also ended up, like, watching, like, six DVDs all the time in a row back then. And we owned, like, 
six DVDs. You know, we I, the, I watched movies, Baby Geniuses too many times. The cause... movies we watched the most were Harry Potter movies. Uh huh. Because they were on ABC every year, and we had the DVDs. Uh, Star Wars. Sure. Uh, October Sky and the Rookie. Those were my mom's picks. Uh, I think we watched. Uh, Back to the Future, we watched a lot. Uh-huh. Um, Ghostbusters, occasionally. You can tell who was picking the movies. It was my dad. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think. Spaceballs. Yeah, we did watch Spaceballs a bunch. Yeah. Van Helsing came up a bunch. We didn't... For some reason. I don't know who picked Van Helsing. Yeah, who could say? Who knows who's still putting on Van Helsing constantly to this day? You love it. I do love it. I fucking love it, is the thing. It's, it's what he does. <laughs> it's what I do. Um, this movie's good. I don't know what to tell you. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Like, um... I just... Yeah, the, the characters all felt believable. There's just... Because there's no tongue-in-cheekness to it, there's no, like, um, winking at the camera. It is just an action-adventure movie, you know? It is just... It is a normal-ass movie, as much as, like, a DreamWorks movie can be, you know? Um, it's like... If this movie was made... This movie could have been made ten years prior in live-action and would have felt like, you know... I Like, obviously, um, you wouldn't have... a magic talking cat in a movie <laughs> uh but, like, but it's you know I'm, I'm looking at the wikipedia page for picaresque novel because that's kind of the vibe here yeah absolutely he's like a scoundrel but he's not like a criminal right yeah um and he's trying to clear his name and um and at the end he has to leave town but he got the respect from his mom yeah he like she knows that he's a hero even though the law blames him for everything. Uh-huh. And so he escapes. And it's, like, good. It's, like, you know, the the mom is... The mom is, like, pure plot device. You know, the mom is not, like, a character. Mm-hmm. Um, But, like, the actor does just a good enough job to, like, sort of sell that. And the, you know, <clears throat> the, the script and everything just sort of sells, like, that that's the thing that's important to Puss. And, um, yeah. Um, also, it doesn't... It, it, it helps that, like, Antonio Banderas is not phoning this movie in. There, He's doing a really good job. Yeah, there are a lot of celebrities who do DreamWorks movies and phone it in, you know, and don't try. Um, and Jerry Seinfeld springs to mind. Um, <laughs> who? As, in who in the B movie. Who does he play in the B movie? The B. The B movie B? The B movie. You like jazz? You didn't know that Jerry Seinfeld... I've never seen B-Movie. <laughs> You've never seen... Why the fuck would I watch B-Movie? You've never seen the B-Movie? No! Oh, Jesus. You didn't know that Jerry Seinfeld was the B in the B-Movie. I might have known that on some <laughs> level, but no. Functionally, no. Why would I care? Bees in bars getting boffy? Is this anything? What? Because Jerry Seinfeld does a YouTube show called Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee. Don't if you have emails to send us about Shrek, you have one week if you are a patron. You have no more time left if you are not a patron. Because mm. next week, 
we are watching Puss in Boots The Last Wish 2022, uh, the final entry in our Ogreverse series. And then we will be moving on to Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. I'm going to push for us maybe not to take a break week in between just because we got off track with this one on our schedule. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. Um, It might depend partially on back end stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, What's back end? Real quick, I don't think you said exportaudiopodcast at gmail.com if you want to send those emails. Put Shrek or Pardon My Franchise, something like that in the subject line. If you're on like the 17th episode of this podcast, you probably know exportaudiopodcast at gmail.com is our email address. Yeah, send us all your thoughts about um, Shrek or Puss in Boots or Puss in Boots 2 or Anxiety Attacks. Um... Only if they're fun. (laughs) Don't just write a chronicle of an anxiety attack that you had. I said questions. You can't ask us a question about your own anxiety attack. I mean, you could ask us, yeah. like, did I is did I do it right? <laughs> Bang End Book Club is a podcast that you can listen to by subscribing to, well, let me back up. Bang End Book Club is a podcast. Was a podcast. We have to update the wiki page. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mordor Movie Night is a podcast that you can listen to by going to exportaudio slash bagend, and that takes you to the free feed for that podcast, but you don't need a free feed. What you need is you need to give us a dollar a month, and for a dollar a month, you get access to this podcast early, Bagend Book Club early, so you can hear all our thoughts about The Two Towers and Return of the King. You can li- listen to Ornate Stairwells early if you care about what we think about... Um, uh infernal affairs or twin peaks fire walk with me um next time on stairwells we're doing the devils by ken russell looking forward to that um or gotham city limits this week we are going to be finishing um season two of batman the animated series and we will be moving on to greener goddamned pastures with mask of the phantasm and then superman the animated series which we're both really hyped for are the two of you ever going to finish a podcast be like yeah that was fun (laughs) (laughs) we made a good choice on the thing to watch a lot of because it seems like two for two here you're like well we're glad to put that behind us no, Superman the animated series is going to be different. You got to understand. Not until Martian Manhunter shows up. I don't give a shit if Martian Manhunter's not in it. He's not going to be in Superman the animated series. He's going to be in uh, Justice League. Shit show. <laughs> this is the most Nora opinion. He's cool. <laughs> he is fucking cool. The thing about the Martian Manhunter. The best thing about Young Justice was uh, Miss Martian and Superboy. I never liked Young Justice. I liked it. I. I... I know it was really popular. It didn't click for me. That cast, the anime, it was the animation style was the big thing, but the cast didn't really work for me either. Um, if you want to send Autumn hate mail about Young Justice, I heard things about the last season of that show that make me really, really believe in, like, I've been right the whole time to not like Young Justice. There's been, like, I've heard some really dire things about that last season. Where can season. people send their hate mail to you? Export audio podcast at gmail.com. What if they want to directly directly message you about it? <laughs> you, can, you could post at Joe Biden on Twitter. Here's <laughs> one of my thoughts That's on. not his account. <laughs> at POTUS on Twitter. <laughs> Remember when Barack used to have at Barack Obama and POTUS? I don't give a shit. Okay. <laughs> I have never given a shit. 
Um, but you can also be found on the internet at autumnal underscore coffee on Twitter at autumnal on co-host. And um, you can direct all of your messages about um, the thing we were just talking about to those receptacles. Oh, last but not least, you can find me on Twitter. <laughs> I was going to say, you tell them about the $5 tier on the Patreon. Did we just upload a $5 podcast? We did. You can find me on Twitter at neither Nora. Find stuff I do at norablake.online. We just recently up- uploaded an episode to the podcast on the $5 tier on the Patreon uh, where we talked about Dragons of Autumn Twilight, the novel, and Dragonlance, Dragons of Autumn Twilight, the animated film based on the novel. Which is better than the book, but only because I've read the book. <laughs> It's a weird situation. It's a weird situation. Uh, Autumn's going to read more Dragonlance. I don't know how much more Dragonlance we will podcast about. We'll do, we'll do, maybe we won't do a Winter Night podcast, but we'll do a I Finished the Chronicles podcast. Sure. Something like that, maybe. Um, I, I'm not making any promises. Um, you know what? Also, because uh, it seems like a couple people enjoyed the uh, Dr- uh, Dragons of Autumn Twilight episode, um... I will say that somebody in the Discord today, I believe Emrys, um, mentioned um, after that podcast um, the uh, Deathgate series, which is a non-D&D book series by Weiss and Hickman, authors of Dragonlance. That was, that was Rick. It was Rick. Oh, Emrys shared the horrible stuff from uh, <laughs> Dragonlance World Book from 2E. Yes. Um <laughs> uh why did i bring this up oh right uh we don't mention this often but um if you you know there's an abnormal mapping discord and if you are a part of the abnormal mapping discord um there's an export chat in there you can come hang out with us you can chat with us i don't i'm not great about checking the discord in general because um, i read it all i just don't say very much but i do read it I read everything that gets posted in export chat and i read most of what gets posted in comics chat so if you ever want me to see your manga opinions you know i do poke my head into star wars sometimes primarily around more civilized age drops but i should um i should put discord on my tablet because um part of the reason i never post in the discord is that i can't just like upload here's this a page from this comic book i'm reading right now this is sick I just want everybody to look at this. Functionally, for me, the, the abnormal mapping Discord consists of four channels. Yeah. Export, Star Wars, writing, and books. Yeah. I, I, have, <laughs> I have a lot of the channels. I have a lot of the channels give me notifications, and then I check, like, three. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just how it is. That's also, that's just a good little community, you know? Good little bunch of folks. Um, so you're probably in it already if you're listening yeah. to this. Odds are, but you know, if you're not in it, maybe. join us. We're yeah. talking about Deathgate Cycle. I might read the Deathgate Cycle. Yeah, I've only uh, ever read Dragonwing, which is the first book. I loved it as a kid, and I started Elven Star one time. I'm into. I and never got past this first chapter, but uh, Dragonwing was very influential. Actually, a lot of stuff that I still think is really cool. Um. The right, I brought this up because um, I, I then after this post saw books two and four at the bookstore and was like, "Well, shit, it's a sign. I have to get these." I'm very happy I got those. Yeah, we got some nice copies. Yeah, 
Just nice little used hardcovers. Nice I've got copy. some characters to them. Brackets, nice copy. You want to get out of here? Yeah, I want to go uh, to Oblivion, actually. Fuck, I did the other one. Fuck. I don't know what you mean. I did the Pirates of the Caribbean one when I was trying to do the... No, you didn't. I was going in that direction. The Pirates of the Caribbean theme has more notes. Well, yeah, I cut myself off when I did the... Whatever. How does the Pirates of the Caribbean theme go? Fuck you. Yeah, I was doing... That's what you said. So clearly different. You were doing Oblivion, not Pirates of the Caribbean. Just trust me. Okay? As a person who has spent a lot of time hearing the Pirates of the Caribbean... I thought song. for sure I was doing the Pirates of the Caribbean one by mistake when I meant to do the Oblivion Speaking one. Speaking you... of which, here's the song from Jabba's Palace. Goonie day! No, no, no! Ah, oh, lawa! Goonie day! <laughs>